to the left, Pellegrini, inside, Pizarro Golasso, Pizarro Golasso! Here's the goal scorer, Morgan, and he's done it again! Luis Morgan with a second of the match! He won't even have a goal! He's framed the top 90! It's a sensational first goal for Gonzalo Higuain! Bro, for the last time, and then we're not having this conversation again, rabbits cannot lay eggs. You need to understand that and move on. <laughs> Why not? Okay. It's just, it's not how they work. It's not how it works. It's not how they work. But just, just like six pound, eight ounce baby Jesus, we too have risen on this beautiful Easter Sunday. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Inner Miami Podcast. Hope everyone is having a fantastic Easter Sunday. Uh, if you don't celebrate it, I hope you're having a fantastic Sunday regardless. It's hard not to with weather like this outside. It is very hard to not enjoy this. This is the ideal weather, um, but it's not going to last long. It's going to heat back up here very, very soon. Uh, what's up, though? I'm Jay Kington alongside, as always, Mr. Alex Papa George. Uh, we're the Inner Miami Podcast, and we have uh, a bit of an action-packed show for everybody today. Why don't you kind of give them a breakdown of what we're going to talk about? Oh, man, Jay, you just bring a smile to my face every single time, bud. But, uh, but no, it's funny. We were talking about this, but we were looking at some of the, 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 the match times coming up, and whew, we got some hot ones. We got, we got a couple games starting at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, so do bring your sunscreen. Yeah, it's going to get sweaty for sure. Our home opener is going to be at 3, the next game against... Uh, the next home game, rather, against Atlanta is going to be at one. And then the home game after that against Montreal, uh, TBD. So who knows? Someone needs to be nice. We need like a like a 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. kickoff. It's going to be uh, it's going to be fun, though. Jay, do you, do you burn easily? I, I feel like you do. I am from the um, I don't know if wider is an appropriate politically correct term, but the, the areas of Europe where less uh, melanin is in your skin. So. Yeah, I can I can last uh, you know about an hour out there, but I'm gonna need sunscreen for anything longer than that. Definitely, they. I, so if someone hasn't done so, a great idea would be to sell like mini sun umbrellas, you know, with like the logo of yeah. the team or maybe a supporters group. You know, go ahead and take that. Like you know? an umbrella hat. Yeah, like an umbrella hat. Yeah, and I'll get you the hat that has a little propeller on it. Yeah, dude. No, no, nothing gets by this, dude. Nothing gets by this. We'll be great. We'll be great. We do have a. Three home games, which season ticket holders could buy tickets to. Um, so that's the good news. We do have bad news, though, uh, which is we have three preseason games that were canceled. Uh, we're going to talk about our first loss to the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Of course, the schedule for the 2021 season came out. Uh, we will be doing a uh, kind of preview of that with Mr. Max Ramos, president of the Siege, later on. Uh, and then we have a ticketing structure for the first three games. We have a couple new player signings and uh, everything else that we missed everything else that we missed you know Jadis ran over the rundown for this episode super cool we're going to break it down into two episodes just because there is a bit of content to talk about so we will be dropping the season preview with a deep dive about expectations about five games that we are really interested in which leads to five teams that we're going to play quite a few times over the course of this 2021 season but first and foremost jay biggest news to come out of inner miami camp was the fact that games were canceled but we got to slow down there a little bit bud there was a game that was not canceled 
And I think I can speak for everyone in saying that I I wish it was canceled. <laughs> um, but uh, we did have a match against the the Tampa Bay Rowdies, and it did not go that well. We 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 took our first L of the season, that being the preseason, and I guess. I, listen, I guess at the end of the day, the, the best way to look at it is at least we got it out of the way, right? You know, hey, taking a 1-0 loss is never good, but uh, kind of was emphasized with it being from a USL club. So That one uh, hurts. That one stings for sure. Yeah, man. And this was, uh, th- this kind of hit a little bit home just because last year, you know, you and I went up to the game mm-hmm. and, you know, I was kind of visualizing ourselves, not not just tailgating it up with three and a half of us, but, uh, but uh, seeing the game actually live was was the first time seeing the club really play together so bummer yeah definitely a, a bummer uh, i can tell you the, the major difference between that game we went to and this one was that there was no pizarro because he was over on international duty uh gregor wasn't with the team either so i don't know what squad they they really came out with it's, it's very hard when you can't really get a lot of information because they're all closed door yeah i mean i mean honestly this is it's frustrating it is frustrating we got a lot of messages our it seemed like our frustration was felt around the entire inner Miami community, but the idea of not streaming the games, one thing, but to not really even share stats is, is kind of just on a whole nother level. So, uh, good news mixed with this is that it's not, it's not an inner Miami thing. This isn't like a club related policy or anything like that, that they built up with the rowdies. This is, this is across the board of MLS. And my opinion, Jay, this is something that should and has to change. It definitely should. I mean, you look at the NFL and although nobody really cares that much about preseason game, everyone wants the regular season games. I mean, those first four weeks of NFL preseason are, are very watched because people have just been starving for, for football. I don't know why the MLS doesn't do something similar, have most of these things televised. Um, I'm not sure if they're trying to protect the teams or the players, but yeah, it's very, very strange and and it is frustrating. That's a good word because you want to see your squad. You want to see the improvements or you know what this team this year will look like. And then of course, uh, you know, no one wants to, to lose period, but then when you lose to a, a USL, which is quote unquote, a minor league team compared to the, the MLS, that's just extra salt in the wound. It is. It is. Um, I mean, one zero, like you said, you no, know, we were down a couple players, and the question mark: how 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 much of our star and starting eleven did contribute to this? But I guess simple simple minds, just like myself and Jay, would uh, lead us to believe that hopefully this was a period that the the Iguains and the Lewis Morgans of the world weren't getting full 70, 80 minutes out there on the pitch and kind of pass the ball to some of these younger folks and see how they're looking, especially looking at Robbie and Dylan. R- Robbie's kind of been the one person that over we've kicked uh, back up this podcast that we haven't really talked about, but mm-hmm. the dude is a number one overall draft pick and just sitting there with Daryl DK and all the success that's came off of his back is it's kind of a glaring just what's the right word what's the opposite of an award like almost like a is a merit the right word Uh, is that a positive thing yeah I don't know I mean I know what you're trying to say um it is especially tough with like DK's or DK's buyout clause being like 20 million with 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 uh merit is actually a positive thing so it's the opposite so the opposite of of merit. I don't know what that word is either. 
it's been a long week and you're trying to make me fire up uh, some areas of the brain that don't function all the time. Um, but, you know, so here's the thing. I Maybe it's like the, the NFL preseason where you see the starters for like one series or something, maybe two series, and then they're obviously going to have to go through all the roster cuts. So you want to see what the other players have. I'm hoping that that was the case, that we were getting some of the uh, people who probably won't be in the starting lineup, but just to see where they are and make an assessment. I really hope that's the case because the alternative is really that you just lost to a USL team with your starters. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, it seemed like the team will still have pretty positive vibes. And from all inclinations and all word that we're getting from inside the club has been what a t entire remake that Phil Neville has had in this entire organization and just the impact that David Beckham has had and, and Chris joining us from the Seattle Sounders has really just seemed like this entire team and organization has been flipped upside down for the positive. Yeah, it has. And then fast forward a, a few days later and um, I, I, <laughs> I was... All right, whatever. Let's get the loss out of the way. Let's move on. Let's stay positive. Let's try and get some wins. We did have some other games that were coming up. And then right before kickoff, they they not only canceled the game against the Charleston Battery, but they canceled the two other games after that. And we, there is one more preseason game that was TBD. So technically it's not canceled, but I don't even know if it'll, it will get scheduled. They might just watch that as well. And then we're not the only MLS team that has had a series of preseason matches canceled. It seems to be a league-wide thing that's going on. We don't know. Uh, was it, they said health concerns. I don't know if that was COVID. I don't know if it was too humid or the, the conditions of the pitch weren't well. It's frustrating when you can't find information. They've been very closed door, closed mouth about this entire situation. Yeah. Um, obviously understandable why to the situation that we are in, but let's, let's really hope that this isn't foreshadowing of this season upcoming. Uh, let's really hope not, but let's just hope that we're getting out this jitters and the COVID kind of struggles uh, out of the way early. Um, I do believe too that, no, it wasn't them. They still need to get vaccinated as a team as well. Yeah, so that's another interesting thing is there's hasn't really been an initiative on vaccinating the team or anything like that, whether it come from the club or the MLS, you would think the most logical solution to all this would just have everyone get vaccinated. Uh, I, I mean, I guess the only counter that I can come at, come at you with is don't let professional athletes jump in front of the average Joe, like you and I, but I got, I got, I got to be honest with you, Jay. I got the, I got the shot. Yeah, someone know? got, someone got <laughs> yeah, vaccinated. Like, and, you know, uh, I, look like you, you, you broke your collarbone. You, you kind of, the arms hanging low, man. Listen, man, I can tell you one. thing. And there's that the, foot grown out of your shoulders. So I don't know. We'll ignore that. It's small right now, but, uh, but no, I mean, uh, no, I did get the shot. I got Moderna, and honestly, my arm feels like it's been dislodged for the last 48 hours. So now, did you specifically pick Moderna because you have been very vocal about them for the past year? Uh, listen, I guess as full, uh, transparency, I do own shares of Moderna. Yeah, was that, was that an investment that. kind of like you're supporting that. your investment? But, uh, but no, I do support Moderna for obvious reasons that Jay just mentioned, but, but no, I guess the whole idea of being in like sub 800 degrees for the Pfizer just wasn't exactly, you know, peaking my interest as much. And honestly, it was just what they had. So I sat down the guy, you know, I actually got the shot over by like where the milk was. So like they have it set up right outside of like the pharmacy area and you literally just sit down, the guy reaches over, you know, not that big of a, of a needle in itself, but 
man, that thing packs up. And it was it was the butchers that came out and administered it, right? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, this wasn't a pharmacist. No, <laughs> this was some random person. <laughs> no, but get back to uh, Inter Miami World. Uh, yeah, we we don't know if this was a player on the team, a coach on the team, a water boy on the team who contracted COVID. Or was it the Iguain brothers again? <laughs> <laughs> you just won't let that go. <laughs> But, but uh, know, it sucks because, you know, obviously I would be less worried if it was only the Charleston battery game, but we could really use the the pre game at the preseason games against the Red Bulls as well as Nashville SC because, you know, that's the, the competition we're going to be playing throughout the regular season. So we've discussed that it, it preseason is, is pretty crucial. I know some players don't like it. Some, some teams might not be that big on, it, but a lot of people think that it is a, a very critical, uh, start of the season to really gauge where you are from your chemistry, your talent level, any tactical changes that should be made. I mean, this is kind of where you get your best information from before the game start to count. Yeah. You're absolutely right, Jay. Um, this, and we talked about it on the last pod too. This, the 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 off season, the preseason for us was damn near as most important as any club in the entire league. Right up there with the Austins of the world being an expansion club this year because we didn't have the the, the, the typical off season that any club does because we were an expansion club last year that was hit by COVID. Mm -hmm. And it's super difficult to develop chemistry when you keep getting hit with these hurdles that are unexpected. So the more time the team can play outside top tier level talent like these other MLS clubs and have them be before the games start counting. Uh, I'm in all support of that. So the, these games were canceled by, I quote, uh, out of an abundance of caution for the health and safety of players and staff. So again, that's pretty, pretty vague. Someone could have COVID. Someone couldn't have had COVID. You know, maybe someone was a part of like a contact tracing protocol that yeah. led back to the team. There's a lot of situations that can kind of go, which brings us back to our main point, which is just just get the vaccine. We're like, we're cool with it. Like, yeah. like we're, we're regular. We're, we are cool with you guys getting the vaccine and jumping the line. That's fine. Well, yeah. And it, I mean, you just leave the door open for all types of speculation when you're not giving any really specific details. You know, it's like, it's like when your, your, you know, girlfriend in high school broke up with you and you never got the closure. And that's why you're like so damaged as an adult now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You coming at me right now? To, like, <laughs> confess something to me right now, bro. No, but um, it's, t it's tough. And of course, the MLS is one of the few leagues that really doesn't even care about the the FIFA international windows like almost every single European league does. So even going through these preseason matches, I think we had six players in total going to represent their countries. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, Pizarro has been gone. Gregor is actually uh, now practicing with the squad as as a as recent as a couple of days ago, which is good. Uh, Leerum's there now as well. I'm sure everyone knows him. We, we, he, that acquisition happened right after our last episode. So we will cover that briefly, but people are coming back in. Um, and we're two weeks away, buddy. That's a good thing. Cause we're excited. That's a scary thing because again, we were just without significant players that we need for weeks. So the MLS doesn't make anything easier. If you're an inner Miami fan, you're used to the hardships and the adversity. We'll just continue working through them, but Hey, we're almost there. Let's go. Let's go. I'm just trying to stay positive. We got Champions League coming up this week. 
and then we'll find something to do next weekend to stay busy. And then the week after that, baby, 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 we are back. We are getting the home game that we always wanted that we were supposed to have last year before it got rescheduled. Uh, I'm talking about LA Galaxy. And the reason we know that is because the schedule has been released for the 2021 season. Yes, it has, sir. And man, we, 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 Jay and I work together. We've been talking about this for the last few months, it seems, but the time is almost here. We are recording this podcast on Sunday, April 4th, and that is officially two weeks from kickoff, which yep. is exciting. Jay, that game is at three o'clock, too, in the afternoon against the LA Galaxy, right? Uh, it's so, going to give plenty of time to so get your, your, going, your body all oh, lubed yeah. up before. We're, we're getting ready for the second half right now, yeah, too. Yeah. You know what that means. Heineken tent. Heineken tent for <laughs> for sure. Yeah, but but we're going to dive in more on a granular level with Max on our season preview show coming up shortly. But, Jay, I got to ask, just for the hell of it, what, what game in your world do you have your eye on the most looking at the schedule right now? I mean, I'm going to do the thing where you, you hate it because you asked me one question, then I actually give you like multiple answers. So I'm, I'm sorry, but the one I'm most excited about is LA Galaxy. This was the, the home opener we were supposed to have last year, which was canceled 48 hours before the game and, mm -hmm. and really mm -hmm. 48 hours before all of our lives changed yeah, um, right. due to the, the, the COVID pandemic. I mean, those were, those were times we were smiling. We were happy. We were we out. No we idea what we was weren't wearing masks. Yeah. We had no idea what was about to happen. So I'm, I'm actually really excited that that's going to be this year's home opener as well. Um, an additional reason that I'm excited is because it is one of the, uh, what two teams that we're going to play from the Western conference. Mm -hmm. So everyone on this schedule we've, we've played before we have some sort of understanding, um, but really the only teams we're playing from the West are going to be LA galaxy, uh, in the timber. So the one, my official answer is LA galaxy. Um, the, but the other one that I'm really excited about is of course going up against the MLS cup winners. And I'm talking about the Columbus crew. I mean, a stacked team through and through, this will be a really good measure of our team right here. And it, it gets to come, um, basically like at the halfway point through the season, maybe just slightly thereafter, but this should be a good game. We should be firing all cylinders. We should have, you know, Iguain, Pizarro, Pellegrini, Gregor, all very comfortable. Matuidi, like we should be able to have the chemistry of all of our stars that we've acquired. So those would be the two that I'm watching. But if I'm going to flip this question back at you, what would your, uh, what would yours be? I think you, for me personally, I think you were spot on with the LA Galaxy for obvious reasons. I think it's, I think it's almost poetic justice, if I can say such, that we are playing the Galaxy yeah. this year. It's just kind of, uh, I'm sure they thought of the scheduling and it just wasn't, hey, picking a picking a name out of the hat and saying there's 27 teams and we just happened to land on the Galaxy. I think that was a true metaphoric uh, fashion mm -hmm. right there. But to answer your question, sir, there is no other match that I'm most fired up for this year than all the matches against Orlando City, man. Mm, like, especially after at last year when maybe the season wasn't as impressive as we thought it would be, but we showed up every single time against Orlando City. And not only did we show up on the field, but we showed up in the fans, in the stands, if you know what I'm saying. So we had you know, to beat them to get into the playoffs or the play-in round. Rather, absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, we, we we ran the awards for last season and one of the nominees was Gonzalo, or I'm sorry, uh, uh, 
LGP's header mm-hmm. to beat mm-hmm. Orlando City. So we play them pretty well. They will be DK-less uh, in this upcoming season as he's out for loan, which, gosh, damn, that that just still hurts. But uh, they will have Mueller. They will have they will have an entire team back. They'll have they Nani have back. Alex Pato. They, Alexander also, Pato yeah. is back. So they're 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 going to well, be no, back that's, that's a punch. new acquisition. So that's going to be interesting is how he can play in this league because kind of hate or love. Uh, type of person he was great earlier in his career with with ac milan kind of faded out a little bit there um he actually went over to um to the chinese like super league because they were able to pay just gross amounts but they ended that so a lot of the stars are leaving there but yeah no it's gonna be really interesting because uh we lost twice and then we we won twice yep. right so yep. we lost and then MLS cup is back we actually beat them for our i guess quote unquote first home opener and then uh, we traveled up to the third game, yep. which, you know, Swite got injured like right away. Breck was able to get a goal in that game. But we ultimately did lose that game. And then, of course, we beat them uh, at the end of the season to get into the playing round. So, yeah, that first game is going to be good because that's kind of like the tiebreaker, right? We each totally. have two wins and and we'll see what's going on. And then also something to keep note of is, is right after that, right, or after the, the LA Galaxy game, rather, is we have to go up against the MLS uh, Supporter Shield winners in, in Philadelphia Union. Yeah. So it's going to... It's kind of starting off with a bang. Like it's 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 gonna it's gonna move quick, um, and then we, we get a little easier towards the end of the schedule. But uh, hey, we're here, man. We are. We have been patient. We have been waiting, and we are almost there. Don't look at it. It'll be here. Yep. No. Don't don't blink. Don't blink. But yeah, the mat. Their first match against Orlando City is on June twenty fifth, which is a Friday. Which is gonna be rowdy, yeah, and the way is. that this stadium's going, man. That's got to be a night game. We might have a full. We might have a full crowd at this game. Friday right? at eight p.m. Yeah, that's 8 gonna be going good. down, dude. So that's gonna be our first match against Orlando. We play them three times this year. Uh, so yeah, get your popcorn, get your tickets. We're gonna talk about the tickets coming up. Don't you worry, everybody. Put your pants back on. But yeah, that was definitely the game that I am most excited to see. And beyond that, I'm just glad we filled three games in that 22 day break between. Philadelphia and Cincy in the beginning, which was mm-hmm. uh, was looking kind of puzzled. I don't even know why they did it that, but you know, I'm sure they had their reasons. Um, but yeah, get with your sales, folks. You know, I know the, uh, the 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 reps get a little bad of a reputation around here. Where it is is that they're there. They're in line. They're ready to answer all your questions. Do reach out to your sales rep about your tickets. Um, but we do have a ticket update. We do have a ticket update. Um, just one more thing that, that is going to be a hell of a time for us, buddy, is we're going to have three games in a, in a 10 day period, July 21st, three home games, rather July 21st, July 25th and July 31st. My birthday is going to be sprinkled in there somewhere. We're going to have a blast at that. That's going to be a fun time to be down here. Uh, but yeah, we do have a ticket update. So last, um, update really was that they're looking at upwards of anywhere from 3000 to 8,000 as far as attendance, fans in attendance there. Now, the priority will be given to season ticket holders. Once those are all gobbled up, anything left over will go to the general public. Uh, And that's only going to be for the first three games. We have already secured our tickets to those three games. But after that, on that fourth home game, apparently... And I'm saying apparently because I'm still not sure how this is going to work out, but they're going to say they're going to be going to full capacity of 18,000 for that fourth home game. So keep your eye on that. That'll be, um, I don't know. 
I don't want to say it's irresponsible, but it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I know it'd be awesome to be able to have 18,000 fans in there yelling their heads off, supporting that team, and, and finally getting that full effect we've been looking for. But we'll see what happens. This is Florida. This this is, hey, this if you're looking for a state where crazy stuff that probably is ill-advised happens on a daily basis, <laughs> we're your state. <laughs> Let me tell you, we got you covered. Oh, man. Well, you're absolutely right. Uh, this is still, no, nothing's official, you know, nothing's official. Um, but it is, uh, that, yeah, that was, that was definitely passed down that this is something that we are looking to potentially do. So we will see, as Jay said, the, the priority will be for season ticket holders and supporters groups, which, you know, realistically they all have, you know, pretty much support, uh, I'm sorry, season tickets anyway. So games are broken down really into three, I guess, $25 credits, if you may. Um, you can either buy a, you know, use all of your credits for one game, or you can spread them all over across the three matches that are originally announced. Well, so ticket prices change depending on, on where you're sitting. Now, I honestly, I've already told you this. I, I, it was a little frustrating dealing with the, the ticket master technology. Um, there were tickets on the, you know, the, the East and West stands that I, I saw anywhere from really like 35, 45, 55. I think I even saw some of like a hundred. They're probably very close. Um, but those weren't populating when I was, was trying to secure our tickets. So we ended up going to the supporters, uh, section, which we have no, no issues with there. You know, we get down with the boys all the time. Uh, those tickets were $25 and yeah, you could use credits, but it, I tried to do it and it, it gave me an error message. So it was just like, this technology isn't working. We'll pay out of pocket. We'll remain full uh, credits for, I guess, whenever they get that resolved or just for the following season. Uh, call tech partners, dude. Call, uh, mm, mm. <laughs> anyway, we're going to push past that one. But, uh, but no, I mean, if you're having difficulty, you're not alone. We get it. We get it. We get it. Uh, unfortunately we cannot help. So stop asking us to help because we have no power over if helping. We, you. Yeah. If we could, could we would, I mean, the, the club's aware many people have been vocal about it. It was frustrating, but at the end of the day, I'm happy. We got tickets. Like, who cares? Like, we got tickets. We're going to be there. Yeah. You know, dude, the, like, dro the drone's charged yeah, up, ready to go. Yeah, if like, you look over at me at, at like the 10 minute mark when I've probably several Heineken's deep and smiling ear to ear, and you're going to say, hey, you still upset about the technology? No, I'm not going to care. No, but realistically, dude, I kind of blame you the fact that we didn't stream this uh, Tampa Bay Rowdies game. I had a perfect plan and. You just, I, I had to go on a bachelor party. You, you were, support it, you dude. were supposed to, you were supposed to go there with your drone. I, well, I needed a, I need a navigator. Uh, what? No. Take Lies. two. There's literally two turns Lies. to this thing, but no, maybe next time, but probably not. But, uh, but anyway, Jay, you know how much parking is this year? So if I recall correctly, they have like $25 option, $30 option. And, and it was either like a 40 or $45 option, depending on where you want to park, how close it is, you know, whatever. Um, like that doesn't really affect us. Yeah. You know, you know I mean. <laughs> we, we live so close to the stadium. Like we're, we could literally walk there or Uber there, honestly. But that brings up a bigger problem. Of what? Tailgates. Yeah. So tailgate. So that's tough because they're definitely not going to want to promote that. I don't know. They might even crack down on that just as a safety protocol for, for COVID. So you're going to let 18,000 people into the stands and we can't tailgate due to safety protocol. Dude, it's like you go to a restaurant, you got to wear your mask, walk into your table, but you just take it off. Half these protocols don't even really logically make sense, but for some reason, 
here we are in 2021 living in the movie idiocracy i mean it's just, it is what it is it comes know? back to this the the common theme of this this podcast just it's okay if the team gets tested or i'm not it's I, okay I mean, if it's yeah. the vaccine right yeah. like you know but uh but no so it will be anywhere between 25 to i don't know jay it sounds like, like 40 dollars ish or so depending on where you want to park um you know so if you can uber if not go ahead and park over by the stadium but yeah well i don't the bright line's not running right now but i'm pretty sure the tri-rail is so if you are in miami or if you are in west palm you could just take that and you know the station's not far from um the stadium just do that uber on over probably safe, save no you. matter what yeah. you do exactly uh, yeah dude especially for the home opener because you know i'm yeah, sure i'm, sh- out there. I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of good christians out there that are going to behave themselves but the the supporter stand is going to be rowdy as ever so be responsible don't do anything stupid um yeah, I think we covered our end, legally speaking, on that. I agree. I think we're good. We can move on now. But uh, Yeah, the attorney gave me a thumbs up. We're good. All right, solid. But, uh, okay, cool. Well, we got two new player signings. And, Jay, I got to say, you've been, uh, you've been excited to talk about the first one here, bud. Uh, yeah, I'm actually just, I unknowingly made a, a beautiful post about how we're picking Sounders left and right. And um, we have one right here. And we were talking about Mr. Kelvin Leardam. <laughs> might have been very loud let me drop that down it's okay i'm sorry if we blew your eardrums out but now he's got his own soundboard effort okay so anyway another uh ex sounders player mr chris henderson has decided to bring over between uh kelvin who plays as right back and joven jones who plays as left back we now have um a pretty legit looking defense i think that these two in particular um, outside of their abilities, right? Cause they're, you know, they're, they're a little older, but Kelvin's 30, um, but they bring leadership and that's what we need, right? We need to be able to, to maintain that back line. So I really like this overhaul. He's been, uh, around in the league. He's played with Seattle from 2017 to 2020. Prior to that, he was, uh, at Vitesse and, and, and Feyenoord, which, uh, is actually where our other quote unquote signing that we want to discuss after this will be coming for him. Um, but played for the Netherlands. He's actually uh, from Suriname as well. He made the switch over, so he represents the Suriname national team. Uh, right back, great, great addition. I think one of the biggest problems uh, Phil Neville is going to have this season is, is finding out who his his starting four on the back line are going to be. I assume Nico and I assume LGP will be able to maintain. Um, but between Kelvin, between Jovan Jones, between Shawcross, between Gibbs, who will be coming in the summer. Man, these are good problems to have, but they're still... Neelis, McCoon. Oh, yeah, Neelis, McCoon. Yeah, I mean, like, that depth is there for sure. Um, would love to have seen someone else in the midfield, but I do have a lot of faith in, uh, in Gregor. Um, and then the only confusing, really, part of this, and before we get into the next one, which uh, won't be coming until next summer, so it's not really going to count of this roster space, but... We technically have 29 players on our roster, and the MLS roster is 30 players, right? And we really have 30 players. Well, I don't know, actually, really, because the only player that hasn't signed is is, is Ame Mabika, who was our second-round pick in the 2021 Super Draft. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they're just seeing if he's going to play for Inter Miami, if he's going to play for Fort Lauderdale, or if they're just not going to sign him. It's very strange that he isn't signed I don't know if he's being very picky with his agent, but once that does happen, we'll have 30. And if something happens where he's sent to Fort Lauderdale CF, we will have one other 
uh, space for somebody, which could be the man you're about to talk about. Yeah, super tricky. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Like Jay said, that is a player that we are we do not have under contract. Uh, Josh Penn is under contract, and the, your, your fellow Kentuckian is currently not. And honestly, the back line is probably our strength right now, so it's going to be a tough place to find a roster spot. Could be a, uh, a Jerome Kiesebetter situation where could be. drop down to play for USL. I would hate to not see this guy. He's 6'6". He, he is big. He is athletic. I think he has a lot of potential, but maybe maybe they need to develop him first, to your point. Something like that, right? Uh, coming out of the collegiate ranks. But this does bring us to our second signing, which, as Jay said, won't join us till the summertime. So it's still going to be a ways away. But in true Inter-Miami podcast fashion, let's go ahead and welcome Mr. Nick Marsman to the club. <laughs> I have a feeling mine sounds so much better because it's going through the board, but whatever. Yo, on the real though, when you did it, I really didn't mean to do it the first time. <laughs> I was just cracking up over here. You can't give me an inch. I'll take a mile. But Nick Marsman, welcome to the club. This news dropped pretty unexpectedly. Uh, it kind of hit us in midweek. We, were, we weren't expecting this. You know, the last news that we had out of the goalkeeping position was Drake getting bumped up to the U23 uh, club, which was fantastic to get some experience under his belt. Well, he's you caught know. up to training, but he actually he didn't, he didn't end up playing in the Olympic qualifiers, which we uh, did not qualify yet again. But I think this is probably because there were some rumors that we had been in contact with Jan Oblak, who is the uh, keeper for Atletico uh, Madrid. And I, maybe something fell through for them to reach out to, to Marsman. I mean, I, it just adds to speculation that maybe they don't have faith in McCarthy. Am I the only person in this whole damn state that has faith in, in, in John I McCarthy? Just to throw that up on the polls this week and just get a read from everybody. You know, uh, in. Uh, who knows? But you know, we're coming in next summer, so um, we'll we'll see what happens. I would imagine if McCarthy holds it down, I don't know if they've actually inked out the deal for his more of a verbal um, agreement, but we'll see what happens. About the same time, we'll be getting Kieran Gibbs, which would be a nice uh, addition to have as well. But coming out of Feyenoord, which is in the uh, Dutch league, uh, but he played for some other teams. I'll probably butcher these names because that's what I do best. FC Ultrecht. Uh, SC20 and Go Ahead Eagles. I don't even know what that is, but I like that team name. <laughs> Go Ahead Eagles. That's the, that's the name. Click on these people. Where I love from? it. It's I love a it. Dutch club playing in the Earth State of VC. Go Ahead Eagles. That is that is phenomenal. But uh, but yes. So we are going to keep an eye on what happens in that situation as time does unfold. But you know, Jay, who knows, man? Uh, I, I don't think it's the fact that we don't think. John is our guy. I think it's just the idea of having a plan B. And if we don't have a plan B ready to go, you know, we could be facing some trouble. I just don't understand it because where's the roster spot going to come from? Right? So either Bika's not signing and then he's there or we sign Mabika, then we don't have an active roster spot for him. So then we're going to have to release somebody. So what's this look like? And just to add a little bit more of, um, something to watch for is Enzo Zidane is is now on trial with the team, and um, he's the son of one of the greatest midfielders to ever play the game. Uh, probably easily to say the, the greatest uh, French midfielder to play the game, but we're talking about Zinedine Zidane, who played uh, with David Beckham at Real Madrid during the Galacticos era with an all star 
amazing squad over there. I mean, through and through all-star talent all around there. I think this might be more of a kind of, you know, this is David's relationship with, with Zidane. They are very, very, very close friends. Uh, and Enzo, Zidane's son, came up through the Real Madrid Academy. I don't think he ever actually broke through to play on the, uh, you know, first team. And then he went to the lower divisions of the uh, the Spanish League. So, I, you know, uh, he's probably not going to be nearly as good as, as his father, but that's a very hard thing to do when you're considered one of the greats. But this is something also to keep your eye on if this trial goes well. Do we put him on Fort Lauderdale CF, let him develop, or does he come over on the the first team for Inter Miami? And if that happens, who are we dropping? It's a good question, sir, and only time will tell. But the good news is is that time's telling pretty quick, man. Again, like we said, we are officially two weeks away from kickoff in the twenty twenty one regular season, which is super super exciting. But we're about to get out of here, about to wrap up the show. But before we do, Jay had a quick question for you, dude. There was a there was a, a hot poll going on in Reddit this week. And I and I actually I want to get your two cents because I actually haven't seen this part. But uh but will Inter Miami, in your opinion, have a jersey sponsor prior to the 2021 season? No way. No way. No way. No way. Not even like 99% sure, just 100% no chance. After that whole Qatar situation, like there's been no news on on that. Now we do have sponsors, but they're not going to be on the, like we're going to have Baptist Health on one sleeve. Um, Trevento's there as well, but like who's going to take that spot? I have no idea. Ultimate Software, what are you guys doing? I think even City Furniture uh, signed on with the club as a sponsor this off season too. Yeah, I mean, as far as what would be rocking on the front of the kid, I, I don't, I wouldn't want city furniture. <laughs> maybe, ser- seriously, do you have an issue with Publix. city furniture? I mean, more like, like I don't want to furniture. Like, come on, like, let's get something cool, man. It's like the reality gets, is we're still screwing up in our sponsor, and it's Cafe Bustelo. Like, I just yeah, don't that know that really has around. to be the one. It has to be Cafe Bustelo. That's the only true and true South Florida beverage that's consumed by 95 percent of the people down here i mean it's the best coffee um if you're looking for that hardcore coffee kick that's the way you go well sir i can tell you that the social media inner miami world on reddit absolutely agrees with you there were 57 total votes casted eight of which said that inner miami will have a jersey sponsor and 49 of which said that they will not have a jersey sponsor so there you go, bud. You uh, you are in the majority on that. Well, uh, I feel good about that. Should I give myself some claps? I'll give myself some claps. Well, you know, cla- claps for you, bud. Claps for you, bud. But uh, I, I, I'm not doing more claps. Sorry, that's too many, too many claps. But yeah, so here we are, two weeks away. Let's go. In the meantime, we're trying to stay busy. We are actually hosting the first ever uh, Inter Miami Charity FIFA tournament. So if you're in the uh, Facebook fan group, or you can look up the Inter Miami FIFA uh, group as well. Just look on our socials. It's there with the, the links to view the pages. $10 buy-in. Every single penny is going to charity. 
uh, yeah, it's for a good cause. We got two uh, organizations. We have South Florida After School All Stars, which is all about school programs, keeping kids active. Um, obviously, helps out a lot of underprivileged children, as well as uh, Vias Soccer, which is vertically integrated United States soccer, which is a cool kind of hybrid platform that provides scholarship to underprivileged children in South Florida to be able to play. Uh, you know. The, Football gets a little expensive as you get old. So soccer, football gets expensive. So they help with these scholarships, basically everything outside of the travel costs and um, also just trying to harness or, and uh, get more talent from the youth level up to the you know U23 team, stuff of that nature. Absolutely. Well, you heard it there. Join the FIFA tournament. And with that, it's about time we get on out of here. That is a little bit of a catch up. We will be uh, back. We're going to have, again, the season preview. Um, and then we're going to do obviously a first home opener preview as well, but we'll go ahead and, uh, get all that going. So yeah, if you don't already follow us on social media at inter Miami podcast, if it's on Twitter, it's at inter M I a podcast, uh, leave us a, a five-star review. If you're so inclined, we do appreciate it. It makes Alex smile and he needs all the reasons to smile. Um, outside of that, you know, click and subscribe. We got pink smoke dropping on the weekly fan is going to be taking over for a season preview as well. I'm sure we will, um, have our picks for this mapped out so we can make fun of each other towards the end of the season to see who's, who's actually on top of it and who was way outside with that we leave. And as always, vamos Miami, vamos Miami.